Welcome to Primordial Path. My name is Casey and I'm your guide on this podcast, which is dedicated to exploring ancient meditation and healing practices. We'll examine them through an accessible modern lens and discover how they can profoundly impact your life, your body, your mind, your soul, your energy. So stay tuned. Here we go. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. (laughs) As you can probably hear, my voice is a little bit off this week. There's been some crazy energy floating around me at the moment, which I'll probably talk about in future episodes, but for now, forgive my congestion. Honestly, there is so much knowledge to share, and that makes me incredibly excited to be this voice and guide for you on this path. Thank you so much for tuning in. Previously, in episode number seven, I discussed the nadis along with the chakras. Now, it was a relatively long episode, so the information might have gotten lost amongst all the other bits of gold in there. So today, we are revisiting just the nadis. And it's not just the nadis, there's so much about the nadis. The word nadi itself means flow or current. And in ancient texts, it says that a person's psychic body has around 72,000 nadis, which can be seen as light currents by someone who has developed psychic vision. So essentially, they light up the entire body. So the nadis link the subtle body's chakras and the psychic centers together. From a physical sense, the nadis can be likened to nerve endings in the body. Really simple trick to activate them is to simply just shake your hands. So shake your wrists. Imagine that you're a little kid standing in front of a mirror in the bathroom. You've just washed your hands. They're all nice and wet. Give them a big, big shake and just shake them for about 30 seconds. And what you'll feel is all that blood rushing to the hands. These activations in the nerve endings are similar to what the nadis activate within the body. So there are three major nadis of the energetic body that are commonly utilized in tantric practices. They are Ida, Pingala, and Shushumna. Ida nadi and Pingala nadi spiral around the Shushumna nadi in opposite directions, converging at each chakra from Muladhara to Ajna. The discovery of these passages of light in memory, in dreams, in thought, in visions, or in imagination, is the discovery of prana itself. Ida and Pingala are mirror images of each other. The Ida Nadi is known as the left channel because it flows to the left as it leaves the root chakra and runs to the left nostril. Pingala flows to the right from chakra to nostril. Shushumna is the center channel and it travels straight up the spine through the center of the chakras, meeting Ida and Pingala at each intersection until they all unite at Ajna Chakra and flow together to the Crown Chakra. So a bit more information on the Shushumna Nadi. It's where the Kundalini rises. So it's the foundation for gradual awakening of higher understanding. Most people, though, don't use this path until they hit a higher level of evolution. When Shushumna is woken, its inner structure is made up of three Nadis that are more subtle. So inside Shushumna Naja is the Vrajna Nadi, and inside that is the Chitra or Chitrini Nadi, and in the middle is the Brahma Nadi, which is the flow that is the most subtle. This channel is called the Brahma Nadi because it goes straight to the higher centers of awareness and then turns them on. When Kundalini Shakti moves through this channel, 
transcendental events happen. As such, it's considered the most important psychic passage that can be seen in the physical body of a person. It starts at Muladhara Chakra, moves slightly backwards, goes to Svadhisthana Chakra. From there, it goes up the spinal column through Manipura, Anahata, and Vishuddhi Chakra. From where Shishumna starts until the end of the spinal column in the lower brain, it goes straight up through Ajna and Bindu until it reaches the middle of Sahasrara. So if we take into consideration this information about Shashumna Nada, hold that in your mind. Now, if we look at the entire universe, it is comprised of two forces, consciousness and energy, which are interdependent and opposite, yet complementary of each other. The universe is like a web of interacting forces that are held up and work within the tensions created by this basic polarity. This duality can be seen everywhere, in nature, the body, in the mind, light, dark, positive, negative, male, female, and so on. At every level, these two big ideas or forces are at work, making the world and giving it life. When this cosmic duality of prana and consciousness shows up in the microcosmic unit of the human body, it takes the form of chitta shakti and prana shakti, which are the same as aina and pingala nadis. These two mental and physical channels in the body affect all levels of being, from the most obvious to the most subtle. They are the base for everything we see, we do, we feel. They show the two different forces in the human world, like the ups and downs of life. Pingala is the solar force and stands for the positive aspect. Physical vitality, dynamic activity and tension are qualities of this nadi. It's warm and it goes with the sympathetic nervous system. Ida, on the other side, is the moon force and stands for the negative pole. It is cold and goes with the parasympathetic part of the nervous system. Relaxation, inactivity and doing nothing are all parts of Ida. The two mantras that make up the word Hatha relate to the Aina and Pingala Nadis. Ham is connected to the Pingala Nadi and Tom or Krasham is connected to Aida. The two petals of the Ajna chakras also have this symbolism. Pingala, the extroverted force, usually the masculine, takes over during the day, especially when the body and mind are working hard and when doing things that require attention and contact with others. At these times, the Ida also runs, but it's less important than the Pingala. In order to keep things in balance, Ida usually flows the most at night. This is the feminine. While the Pingala flows most during the day, Ida, the force of introversion, is busy when people are resting, reading, thinking, watching TV or sleeping. When we think about this in terms of the breath, we can see that the Ida and Pingala control is directly linked to the breath as it moves through the nostrils. If you check the flow of breath at any time, you'll usually find that one nose is more open than the other, except in my case today, both are blocked. <laughs> when the flow of breath is stronger in the left nose, the Ida is more powerful. When the flow is stronger in the right nose, Pingala is more powerful. If you're tired or sleepy, you'll notice that your left nose is running. When a person is busy, most of the air starts to come out of their right nostril. Seeing this happen and paying attention to it, the yogis came up with breathing methods to control the flow of Ida, Pingala and Shushumna to make the experience of the pranic body stronger. We can even go on to link the Ida and Pingala with the functioning of the left and right hemispheres of the brain. Pretty cool. Now, when the two forces of Ida and Pingala are balanced, Shushumna becomes active. 
It's a fact that when two opposing forces are equal and balanced, a third force arises. The working of these three forces can also be understood through the analogy of an electromagnetic circuit with the North Pole being Ajna and the South Pole Muladhara. The negative charge is Ida, the positive charge is Pingala, and the neutral charge is Shushumna. At each node of Ida and Pingala, there is a mass of energy that makes patterns that pulse in the horizontal plane. These points are the chakras that grow and shrink based on what you do with your body and mind. When the energy between Ida and Pingala is very strong, the chakras show up as light and sound. This happens a little bit when you breathe normally, but more when you do pranayama practices like Nadi Shodhana or when you meditate. While Ida and Pingala carry mental and physical energy, Shushumna carries a higher form of heavenly energy. The powers of pranic and mental are limited, but the energy of Shushumna is not. It is unlimited. When Shushumna is active, the breath flows through both nostrils simultaneously. Usually this only lasts a few minutes. This happens when the nose that gets the most air changes, which usually happens every 90 minutes. Shushumna flows when someone does yoga, prays, meditates, and does other practices. It also flows when someone is about to do something bad, which is interesting. So when Shushumna flows, the whole brain works. But when Ida or Pingala runs, only half the brain works because Shushumna is the carrier of that Kundalini energy that allow people to feel calm and steady. So even in the middle of a traffic jam, meditative states can happen on their own. For any kind of sadhana, the flow of Shushumna is thought to be the best. Shushumna is a symbol of how opposites can work together in balance on all levels. It shows how the opposite ideas of Ida and Pingala are balanced and brought together. I don't know about you, but it sounds like heaven to me. See you on the path next week.